Hey friends, this is Brett coming to you again with an episode of Seeking Our Spirit. Um, <clears throat> thanks for joining us. We're joined by my guest today, a good friend of mine, Scott Burgett, and a lifelong friend, and actually dropped in last second to do this episode with us. So we had a great time chatting. We hope you enjoy. And as always, if you'd like to tell a story or be on the show as an interview, um, anything to do with quote-unquote spirituality, please reach out to me at seekingourspirit at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing you and enjoy. So we're rolling. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, salute once again. <laughs> a little restart. Um, yeah, like I already said a second ago, uh, well, I'll thank you once again for doing this at the drop of a dime um, and filling in for me. I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, so seeking our spirit what spirituality means to us looks very different to different people. And so broad strokes of your life, what does your, what has your spiritual life looked like? What has spirituality meant to you? Where do you enter into that? Um, well, as a kid, it started out, uh, in church, probably like most people. Um, I grew up going to Catholic church, went to a Catholic school. So I, I went to church three, four times a week you know, until I was, you know, 14, 15 years old, you know, altar boy, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so pretty, you know, we had religion class every single day. So most of it was just more of a structured. That's right. Cause you went to the Catholic school. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went to Sacred Heart. So yeah. yeah. What, um, so like with that, would you say that was there an internal part of that for you as a kid? Or was it just like the religion, like what you did? No, it's just what you did. Okay. Like it, none of it, I mean, it, it didn't really, nothing really resonated or, uh -huh. you know, it was just kind of like a going through the motions type thing. Yeah. And, and not necessarily in a bad way. I think it definitely helped start me off just, you know, moral compass wise on a really sure. good, good path and sure. gave me kind of the groundwork and the knowledge of about all spirituality, re religion, God, mm -hmm. And all that stuff to uh, kind of find it on my own later in life. Yeah. So, um, w like, in in terms of that, like, did, you know, so, like, I mean, I grew up in a liturgical church, so I understand that. Like, you're going through the, the prayers and, and all of these things. Like, do you remember, like, what, was there a moment or a time in your life where that became more... I mean, obviously, that that's that's like developing a relationship with God, right? Right, like in those prayers. It's yeah, probably think, an unfair question. Like, I can't. I'm sure there was no, just like then, one day, like the light switch. No, was on, there, like, there was oh, definitely. God. I mean, I definitely had a time where I finally, you know, you go through all those things. You go through, uh, you know, communion and learning all through the classes, and then um, you, you go through confirmation in in high school and stuff. And and I don't think it ever really took on any personal meaning more than just like trying deeper. to be a good person. Cause that's what I was told to do in school. And that's how my parents brought me up. Mm -hmm. It was never more than that probably until I went on a trip, uh, with, with young life, actually my, um, junior year. And, uh, I, yeah, I guess it was the summer before my 
I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. But I remember, you know, going there and, you know, starting to really kind of explore it on my own. And, yeah, I remember one night we had a kind of like a town hall-like type thing Mm -hmm. while we were out there in Frontier Ranch, Colorado. And they, you know, talked about similar type thing. Like, what does it mean to you? Like, we just want everyone to go off and go far away from everyone else. Just go find a place in the mountains, sit by yourself. Right. And just think about it. And that's a pretty good place to okay. to think about it when you're yeah. just looking up at the oh, stars yeah, yeah, on top yeah. of a mountain. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let's put a pin in that. Like, so, cause that was high school. Yeah. So do, is there anything, childhood, elementary, middle school, anything that you would sort of point to as like a quote unquote spiritual experience of some type? I don't really think so. I mean, it was more just like you go to church every day, you, yeah. you do this and I don't think there was really a spiritual moment where I felt like it was mine. Right. Like it was me choosing this or me experiencing this mm-hmm. in my own way that actually meant something and stuck with me. Right. Like some people talk about like, I don't know, like you go in the backpacking and they have, you know, or yeah. you just have some sort of, I don't know, experience. That's, um, okay, cool. Well, so that, so that for you is sort of like the beginning. I mean, that had to be like, yeah, I mean, I freshman was, sophomore year, right? Yeah, I was like, no, I was like seven, you know, seventeen. Yeah, yeah seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So, what was that experience like? Uh, I mean, what do just you recall from that. I think just I had started to really get into it, and actually, you know, we always had, like I said, religion class and read Bible verse and stuff, but I'd never sat there and just read the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. And I had started doing that kind of leading up to it, and then you know, just had a moment up there where I was like, you know, this is. You know, I just had that feeling. There's no yeah. way to really describe it. You're just sure. sitting up there and you just feel it. You were struck and, by and, something. And, and just feeling it for, you know, myself for the first time. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know kind of changed how I viewed life and changed who I wanted to be in life. Uh-huh. Um, you know, whether it was a structured thing or just an everyday part of my life. Mm-hmm. And how I acted and how I tried to act and, mm-hmm. you know, stay accountable for, you know, the way I treat other people and what I try and do was, um, did you have any sort of like, pr- like outside of like the religious institution prayer life? Like, did you have like, I don't know, you know, talk to God, you know, talk to. No, you know, I, I mean, stuff. I didn't really ever do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I started to, probably, after that moment, I was probably a very weird kid. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, don't know. I never did. Like, well, it's, it's probably different just because, I did so much of that during school. Right, right. That like, affects a lot. So I, I thought like, well, yeah, I got my that, I got that box checked yeah, for did, the did for the day. Yeah, and sure. Uh so I no, I didn't and it it wasn't till probably leading up to that experience and then after that experience I, you know, took the time to like really consciously, you know, I guess talk to talk to God, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. And now did you um, continue in with like young life stuff at that point. Oh yeah, no, I, I young life was one of the best possible things, and I, I've huh. tried to get you know my son into it and other kids I know, and, yeah. and but it's not the same experience for everyone, so it's sure. kind of hard. It's not the same, you know. That's really interesting. I, I don't. Know I loved that. it. I loved it so much. It I don't know best. that well, and you. I mean, just your personality too. You you yeah. You I would mean, love all the 
Oh yeah. Anytime they're embarrassed they... by all that goofy <laughs> stuff and like felt yeah. uncomfortable. Anytime they ask for a volunteer, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Hence this podcast today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that is... and it, it was. I mean, that's what I. I feel like that's the kind of environment I needed to make it my own instead of it being. And I think the fact that it wasn't so structured, it was more like finding that spirit spirituality through like singing a song with a group of people or playing some silly game that had some sort of purpose behind it. Right. And that was a whole entirely new way of like looking at spirituality and, and, um, you know, finding a path to God. Meaningful connection. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I'd say my, you know, base as a childhood really helped, you know, solidify that. But, yeah. But that was the first time I really felt your base, like, meaning the, the yeah, religious structure. Yeah, the yeah, religious yeah. structure and all the you know classes I had, and yeah. learning about it, and knowing all the history, which yeah. a lot of people don't get that advantage of knowing all that going into right. Yeah, right. Um, so wow, see, that's so fascinating for me to hear. Not to like insert myself into this, I'm interviewing you, but like. I don't know. I mean, I obviously I've forgotten a lot since high school, but yeah. like, I don't know that I ever associated you with young life the way I did with some other folks yeah. in our similar circles. Um, and yet there, I always had a, um, and maybe you didn't feel like this is an interesting thing to talk about. Like I grew up in some ways with like a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, um, in terms of growing up in the Episcopal church. Yeah. Um, and feeling like a real outsider and feeling like nobody understood me and didn't, yeah. and, and knowing that my perspective on religion and spirituality was very different from the stuff they were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. as a result, I always felt a, a sort of unspoken kinship. Like I remember knowing you were Catholic yeah. and felt like that was okay, cool. Yeah, you know, like, like, like cousins. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine doesn't count, but you know, no, 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 I mean, but I, I mean, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I remember as a kid, which this is messed up, but I remember as a kid with my school uniform on with my sacred heart shirt, yeah. standing in line at the grocery store and, and getting, you know, rude things said to me by oh by old ladies and oh stuff because I had on a shirt that said that I was Catholic. Yeah. And, and so it was a really wild, like, you know, I, at, at the time it didn't really register to me, but it slowly did. Yeah. And it was just a weird thing. So yeah, the chip on the shoulder. Absolutely. Like, see, that's fascinating. But see, I took, uh, I was, uh, it seems like I probably took that out in a little bit of an unhealthy way. You were very accepting of young life and all that stuff, but yeah. I sort of took that, that chip out on them. Well, what's funny is that, so the similar thing with my brother. My brother was very into um, youth group and stuff through Catholic mm-hmm. and Catholic church and, and stuff. And um, he just didn't want anything to do with young life mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. And there was there was some people that maybe viewed me in a negative light because they knew I was Catholic. Yeah. And yeah. I just. I just didn't care. I, I never really much cared what anyone else thought. I, I there was a lot of great people there, and I, I wanted to yeah, experience it. Yeah, yeah, and have fun. And yeah, and, yeah. and some well, them, and and I've yeah. come to learn not not to make this whole episode yeah. on young life, but I've come to learn later in life that the the flavor of young life as we got it here yeah. is very different than it is in other parts of the country. Actually, because um, you know a, a priest colleague of mine told me how Young Life 
where he grew up in New York State was this awesome thing that the intention was to sort of grow leaders, young leaders, mm-hmm. you know, young Christian leaders in the schools, but they would never, they would encourage them to be leaders in their churches. Oh, yeah. Whereas here, it was sort of became more like speci- a funnel into yeah. like certain churches. Yes, here. more specific, you know? like, we'd rather you be in this church. Yeah, and that's where I was like, <laughs> mm, you know. I, I never got any of that there. Yeah. I. I mean, I... You were a lost cause. I mean, I I just... Well, I never... They never... There was a little bit. I probably just ignored it. But yeah. they... The only reason I even was able to go to uh, Frontiers, I, I couldn't afford it. Yeah. And um, I, my leader... I mean, I guess he wouldn't care if I said... Jason Henson, I still will always love that guy. And he was a big part of that path and mm-hmm. point in my life. He, um, he kept asking me, hey... You know, we do Bible study and things, and he kept saying, "Hey, you got to go on this trip. You got to go on this trip," because I went on all the little ones, mm-hmm. and I said, "Man, I can't do it. I, there's no way I can afford that." Mm-hmm. He said, "You got to do it. You got to do it." And I said, "I, you know, I love you for for pestering me about it, but yeah. there's no way." Yeah. And then I show up to, you know, I come to a long, young life, and uh, uh, you know, our normal Thursday, and we're at the end, and and. Uh, Steve Chesney comes up to me, which again, I'm sure he wouldn't care I used his name, but he comes up and he says, For all hey. you listeners out there. Yeah, he yeah. says, I, I hey, I hear you're going to, to Frontier. That's great. We're, we're so excited to have you. And I said, oh, Steve, you're, you're wrong. I, I can't make it, man. That's too expensive. He said, no, no, you're coming. And, oh, awesome. And, and, and they you know, got some people to donate just to money and yeah. to co- just cover it. That's awesome. And. Yeah. I mean, I never, I'll never forget. That. Oh yeah, that's, I mean, that's that means a lot. Most yeah. fun trip of my entire life. Well, and say. it ended up being, yeah, this you know sort of yeah, breakthrough like, kind of spiritual experience yeah, for you. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I never made it out there. I went to like Sharp Top Ridge once or something. Yeah, but yeah, that's fascinating. The other thing to me that's interesting, and this is sort of a theme that that um, has been coming out not just in these episodes, but in just when I talk with people about this and, and walk with people in their journeys, um, is I start to see like folks, you know, whatever it is, God, source, mm-hmm. spirit, I don't care how people define this, whatever this is that we're talking about, it seems that folks, exp- it's like different languages that folks have. So like some people have these experiences that are very like visual dreams, yes. visions. Some people, they experience this through like the gut. Some people experience it through nature. Um, but one of them, and what I hear you sort of saying, maybe, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but it, it and this is one that gets articulated by people quite a lot, is that they, their sense of spirituality happens actually through people. Yeah. And through, through like meaningful relationship mm-hmm. and through community. So you, there was a taste of that there you, were, you had sort of mentioned. So I don't know. I don't, again, don't want to put words in your mouth. And I'm also not saying that people don't experience various of those options. Yeah. But I tend to see in people like one becomes stronger over the yeah. others. But yeah, I don't know if that, it, yeah. Like, am I putting words? No, in no, that's a hundred percent. I mean, that's probably why young life appealed to me so much right. is because the more I can share something with people, the more it, it means to me and, mm-hmm. the, and the more I get out of it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and that, at the, that's every aspect of my life. I mean, I've always, you know, I, I've got plenty of things that uh, probably I should work on in my life, but one of them I've always tried to do is just be there mm-hmm. and just be there. And I feel like that's probably 
my biggest like connection with spirituality is just just trying to be there for people. Yeah. And because there's been times in my life where, you know, that meant more than anything to me. Oh, sure. And yeah. and so I, I really, you know, I made wholesale changes in my life a couple times yeah. just to get that across. So well, it's that's I mean, it's a great point in that, uh, you know, we call it. I mean, it's something we talk a lot about in 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 clergy talk, <laughs> um, uh, which again, I, I'm, not, I'm talking more than I normally do here, but like, like just the ministry of presence. Yeah. So showing up for people yeah. because there's a, a big burden, yeah. I think, for a lot of young clergy or clergy when they're new, of like someone dies or someone's in tragedy or someone's in these like critical situations and people feel like they've got to fix something or do something or say yeah. something. But the truth is, no, you can't. Yeah. None, none of that would do anything. And, and just be the, the being there is yeah. what counts. And yeah. Just show important. up. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So that's, yeah, that's good. Um, okay. So you go, go out there to Colorado, you have this, uh, mountaintop, uh, sort of experience yeah. and then, and then what? Um, well, you come home and have, you know, continue on with young life and doing all that. And, uh, you know, from there, unfortunately had, had a friend, you know, probably the best friend I, I, I've ever had die. Yeah. Uh, day after high school yeah. and, uh, just, yeah, it, th- that's what we were talking about with just showing up. I mean, I, that's part of where. All that came from is I had a lot of people trying to fix the problem and wanting to tell me all these things, and I didn't want to hear them. It just sure. probably just it really just annoyed me, yeah, like, sure. more than anything. Uh, but the people that just showed up and you didn't you didn't have to sit there and tell me it was going to be okay, or right. just just showed up and was were willing to be like a friend, and uh, so you know from there it was rough for several years. I'd probably say there was practically no spiritual spirituality in my life for a while after that i just was which a lot of people do is you you either lean into it or you mm-hmm. get angry mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah well, i got angry sure well and i also think that that's i mean yeah obviously i'm biased because of what yeah. i do and, and i have a certain perspective but i i, I you know I, I think it's impossible to have an absence of yeah you know yeah. It, it's just we we rebel we we yeah we yeah. reject, we get angry, we rebel, whatever, but the, yeah. that, that thing is never, it yeah. never leaves us. But no. yeah, it's, um, uh, and I, I don't know if you, if there's, if you want to dig into that anymore, if there's anything else you want to say about that. Um, but obviously that came out when I, when Michael was on, yeah. um, it would be interesting as you're, as you were sitting there mentioning Adam and, and that loss and that tragedy, um, I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, it would sort of be curious to see to talk to like as many people that were in those circles with us about how that moment in their life and that event and that loss affected them um i i said this to michael it's um i I forgive our many many listeners out there for repeating yeah (laughs) but it's it's always been very interesting to me i won't tell the whole story but it's been fascinating to me because i i didn't know adam like hardly. Yeah. We I wouldn't have I mean, I wasn't bad with anybody like right. so I didn't have any ill will or anything like that. We just 
didn't really like hang out. Sometimes we would coincide and yeah. make circles yeah. and parties or whatever, yeah. you know, and and fine. But even 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 that being said, his the loss of Adam and how that happened in the time of our life and all that stuff drastically impacted me to where I mean it sent it sent me on a different trajectory. Um, and some of that had to do with a like a I do not God does not talk to me in visions and dreams. Yeah. But in <laughs> then that moment I had this like crazy, crazy dream vision I would call that really, really sort of changed my life. It was and it was with him. Huh. Um I'll have to tell you that because I yeah, off the air yeah. sometimes because I, I I told it in Michael's episode, but um, so that's just fascinating to me. Yeah, and it was so much so that like even in my dorm room at App State, that entire time, and I may have kept this up even at UT. Mm-hmm. I had next to my bed, like the newspaper, like the yeah. picture of the car and the picture of him, yeah. like it was like I think it was his senior picture or whatever, yeah, and, like the article mm-hmm. there. But just strange because I didn't have anywhere close to that. Yeah. So anyway, point being, it'd be interesting to see how. Yeah, everyone. Different people were impacted in different. Yeah. Ways. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. I mean, Michael, I'm sure talked a lot about it, but I mean, he and I. Oh really? Oh I'm yeah. Sort of he and I. Uh, yeah, I think had similar experiences after it. Just you know, probably uh, leaning into the wrong thing. And, and didn't make anything better. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. sure. He, yes, definitely. Michael talked about that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, from, I mean, one, no, I mean, one thing it did, it did do, is, you know, there's a lot of people in my life, and I was never really, you know, they, we never were super touchy feely like you know men especially mm-hmm. to each other. Sure. You know, explain, you know, telling each other how you felt about them, tell them you loved them, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, from the day that happened, I just, I, I wouldn't leave. Oh, you mean like in your family? Yeah, well? in my yeah, family, yeah, yeah. like yeah. close friends, like yeah, yeah. Sure. just wouldn't leave without saying it. And it yeah. took years for some of them. Then finally, occasionally, they'd be like, oh, what are you two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott, yeah. just stop, all right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, I like uh, you I mean, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, from there, it just, uh, there's probably a, a good stretch of time where there, I wouldn't say there was much spirituality, uh, probably all the way until, you know, my son was born yeah, and, uh, his named him Adam, of course. And how many years would that be? Oh, uh, not that 2000 to yeah, 2006. So oh, okay. yeah, only six years. Yeah. But that stretch, I mean, there was probably not a lot of spirituality going on. Just sort of, you think rebellion, like anger. Um, I got so used to not doing it yeah. I think it just became habit to yeah. not worry about it and did the religious like organized religious side of I it didn't. fall away as well oh I didn't go at all yeah. I, I don't did think did that I, fall away in high school um no I still went in high school yeah. um but definitely college but once that Adam, happened yeah. I don't think I probably went to church yeah for was there was there any yeah, six it, eight years you don't have to answer any of this but what like did the church respond to you in those moments well, I mean, I have a, a close family friend of ours is uh, a Catholic priest that we, he, he was sent right out of seminary to our, uh-huh. to our local church uh, in a Keebler, Keebler Elf factory at the time. <laughs> That's where we had church at, because um, All Saints is where it was, it was brand new. Uh, and uh, so I was an altar boy for him right when he first, you know, became a priest. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he 
definitely, you know, was there for yeah. me. Yeah. And and not not just as a priest. I mean, as a friend. Right. There in the way you yeah. were speaking of. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. He, he wasn't trying to fix anything or tell me how, yeah. it, you know, it wasn't God's fault or anything. Right. Like, he just was there as a friend. And right. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, as far as, the, I don't know if that's the church reaching out really, but, you know, he was always there and yeah. he's still there you know, to this day. For sure, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, okay. So going, yeah, you got that time of sort of wandering in the, in the, in the wilderness, I guess. Um, post, which, yeah, we've been reconnecting around some of that. I mean, that yeah. we had a lot of fun wandering in the wilderness yeah, for yeah, a couple, for sure. couple of years. But, um, cause that, I mean, all the stuff we were talking about the other day that like, that's that time period. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for sure. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, so for you, what's your sort of next, is it is it Adam being born? I mean, is I, it... I think that kind of brought more of it to the forefront of, hey, you know, I need to reconnect with this side. I need to make sure my son, mm-hmm. you know, has at least the tools to decide on his own. Mm-hmm. You know, I want some sort of acknowledgement that... And, and I don't know if I always did the best job, of, but at least we tried to, um, you know, have him you know, understand some of that stuff. He went to a, you know, private like Christian school for like preschool and and stuff like that mm-hmm. for a few years. And then we, you know, bounce around to churches and things like that. I think both him uh, with his mom and with me. And um, I don't think it probably really reconnected much at all church-wise until maybe eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it was just due to people, like yeah. a family that, I randomly grew close with. Mm-hmm. I sold him a membership to a gym. Yeah, yeah. While yeah. I was trying to work multiple jobs and go back to school to, you know, get more of a people-oriented job. Yeah. And uh, ended up, of all things, at a Baptist church for, you know, a couple years, mm-hmm. and you know, really re- reconnected. Helped me reconnect with the spirituality portion because it was a lot of. It's kind of like young life is where we were just singing songs and like. <laughs> I loved these people. They loved me. They loved my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out to breakfast every day, every Sunday afterwards, and and uh, as they kind of all, you know, their older kids graduated and mm-hmm. moved on, that that community wasn't there anymore, and it more just became like it was before, where it was me trying to find it on my own. Yeah, and and I think I started doing that more through my job after that. Um, I was an insurance agent for years, and and uh, it's it's a necessary thing, but it was soul sucking. I just yeah. you know sitting at a desk one day, just thinking, I can't do this. Like mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't ever go to bed feeling like I've accomplished anything or helped this world in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. So I went back to school uh, to work in medical field. Originally, just you know getting as an X-ray tech was the plan but kind of found my niche inside of that mm-hmm. in a little bit more specialized area and uh from there just you know started finding meaning again through helping people and i think that's where most of my spirituality came from yeah that it comes from now right well it's interesting still. for me to to connect that those two things in you because i've heard you speak before about like just professionally like wanting to do something that was meaningful and and you and you talk about you know, uh, uh, 
how it's important for you to, to be there for um, the patients um, in in a different way and to, and to show up for them. And so, yeah, that's interesting to hear the back sort of story of how that um, that has been sort of where you have encountered spirit or, mm-hmm. you know, connection um, um, in life, meaningful connection in life has been through those relationships and people showing up for you and then how that now yeah. influences your path and your your profession, your career. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's basically, I mean, basically I get to show up for people who are having a, a terror, one of the worst times in their life, mm-hmm. and I get to kind of do for, at least try to do for them what I appreciated people doing for me mm-hmm. uh, when I was having a tough time. And I, you know, trying to just be a family member, not just someone trying to get them in, in and out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, yeah, trying to stay in touch with them. I mean, I, a lot of them have my phone number and will like call me if things are tough, not necessarily having to do with, you know, medicine, you know, things that are going on with them, just, mm-hmm. you know, showing up and going to breakfast with them or something and, and showing them that someone cares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, trying to think. So like, I mean, in that period there of, you know, Adam being born and everything. I mean, I, I don't know. Those are so hard things to put in words, but I think it's just like sort of assumed. I mean, to become a parent is yeah. hard. It's just so deeply well, it changes horrifying what's and spiritual. Yeah. It changes what's important. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Well, and, and, that's in, in, and that's an interesting sort of touch point too with you is like, again, with the, with the loss of Adam, your friend, it changes, it changed what's important. Yeah, and then with the birth of Adam, your son, it changes what's important, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I think I think fear is the best, <laughs> the 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 best yeah. word. I mean, joy, uh, ultimate joy, and then just fear, like mm-hmm. you know, being. Yeah, you want to try and set a good example, and I mean, I try to, mm-hmm. but um, just having. You know, someone that's uh, now you're responsible for trying to set them on the path that you hoped you were on, and mm-hmm. may, hopefully making them better mm-hmm. at it than you ever were. Um, and you know, I don't know. I mean, he's a he's by far better than me. He's mm-hmm. a sweet kid and mm-hmm. loves everyone and treats everyone, you know, well. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't know what to. Yeah. I, that that's probably my proudest thing is just yeah, seeing yeah. how yeah, what a good what a good duty good is and. You know, you you can get. I guess you can get spirituality from that too. I mean, sure. yeah, know, take pride and hopefully having someone else out there trying to help people and do the right thing. And, well, that all still just that all connects to your whole theme. Yeah, you know, I mean that that makes just total sense that that would be your focus with him and the and and like top priority with him, right? So that he would be a person who will show up. Yeah, right? just show up. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, show up and. You know, don't don't be the guy. I mean, it's so hard in high school too, and that was one of the big things with with Adam. And I think that's how we became such good friends. Is he was he was just like me, and and we never we didn't have a specific group. Like we just bounced around to everyone because we just loved everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, and and that's you know, like you said, that's kind of carried throughout my life. And and one of the big things with his death is you know making sure like. You know, he he would be looking down and be like, 
Sure. Yeah. Be proud of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that all totally totally wraps into the same theme and makes sense. Um. <clears throat> I had a question there too. What was that? Adam. Oh well. Uh. I mean, I, so obviously, like, and again, you don't have to get into details or whatever, but obviously, like, I'm assuming, you know divorce from Adam's mom yeah. and that stuff was a dark time yeah probably, for sure spiritually yeah. um, um you know um uh, recovering from that yeah I mean how long has that been now um four, 14 years or something it's been a long time yeah, yeah just young yeah you know sure sure but you know Staying, I mean, staying friends, like we're, we're friends and, you know, get along really well. And that's been important to both of us. And, mm-hmm. you know, definitely both done a good job of, you know, giving that example to Adam and, mm-hmm. and showing that, hey, that even if something goes wrong with someone, you can still, you know, love them and, and care about them and, and, uh, you know, do what's best for, for other people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's been a big thing too and that's definitely helped him you know a lot of a lot of divorced kids probably have trouble with you know I, I don't even know if he would say he, he has spirituality or yeah. if he'd know what that means but I think yeah well, that's the point of the show like, but I, I think he uh, does yeah but I think his you know him seeing us work hard at um, not being like everyone else mm-hmm. I, I, we get a we get a lot of uh, you know I would I would say his mom would say this too. A lot of people look at us and they're like, they're like, that's weird that you like hang out together. Like, Oh, I don't think that's weird. Like if you, you that's the best way to do it. Yeah. We, we invite each other to like, you know, family get togethers and Mm -hmm. you know, if it's Christmas and he's supposed to be with one, the other one gets invited over. And -hmm. and I think that's like, I mean, it kind of does go back to the spirituality thing is, Mm -hmm. you know, just being there for people and yeah, things might go wrong, but doesn't mean you can't, Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. I mean, again, yeah, it's a great theme. I mean, like showing up in the in the messiness, you know, yeah, and being there for the folks, hardest time. No matter yeah. what, yeah. Yeah, I um, know. Yeah, I don't think that's weird. I used to always love like seeing out in the pews. Like there was fa- there were families that would, would divorce and then become and be blended. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have their own spouses yeah. and their kid, and yeah. they would all sit, yeah. you know, in the in the same pew. And I was like, I mean, if it's got to be done, that's the way to do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so. Well, it's a lot harder to to uh, to hate than it is to and hold on to something than it is to just you know do what I mean. What I learned first through eighth grade, which you were just beaten into, you, is that turn you know love your neighbor, yeah, do yeah. the right thing, yeah. you know turn the other cheek type deal. And and most of the time, if you give people a chance, they're they're gonna be. I feel like they're gonna be you'll earn your forgiveness or you can earn their forgiveness uh-huh. uh, if you just show up like just show up and yeah. just keep doing the right thing and eventually that's a know, love will love, love wins out that's a beautiful yes i i agree i believe and that's a beautiful perspective and that's that's a that's uh i think that shows a lot of um i think that's a beautiful thing about you that you hold that perspective um it's fascinating what you just said like i, I actually think most people would not say what you just said that it's easier 
it's harder to hold on to something and hate someone than to oh, yeah, way harder. Most people wouldn't would not yeah. at all say that. Yeah. I, I have to I have to like so force that, myself to really like great. maintain a grudge against someone. Yeah. If I, I mean, I mean that's really great, man. Yeah. yeah. And I'm terrible at it. It it I would say a, a, like a large percentage of people in this world um deal with and work through problems their whole life related to the fact that they can't let go of the hate they can't forgive and can't move on and can't reconcile well i i just figure i've done plenty that people yeah. could be mad at me about and i just hope that they you know well forgive and let let me get back i mean because i don't know without without being around people i mean you you cut off all those relationships mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably impossible to have any spirituality when you're sitting on the couch by yourself. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves a good hermit session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's been the best part about us reconnecting, I think, is, and I've told not to, you know, blow smoke, but I mean, I've told lots of people how, how much it's meant to me, like reconnecting with, you know, someone I've been friends with for the majority of my life at this point yeah. is, is, uh, you know, Fridays were kind of like, you know, yeah, I had the day off, which is great, but I usually ended up at the end of the day feeling worse than if I'd have just gone to work. Cause I sat around and didn't do uh, anything. Couldn't find anyone to like, you know, have that, yeah. you know, companionship and like yeah. things like that. And a lot of our conversations have been, yeah. you know, good too for kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely thankful for that. Funny, too. It was just a little sort of like, oh, who's Scott? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the way and, and, and the way you know, we reconnected was I got a text message with a picture of the back of me, which my first thought was like, damn, I look fat in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely thankful for that as well been fun and nice um you know i was this is totally random but we're i was thinking about this the other day speaking of like going back i i'm almost 100 percent positive you were went to the airport when carla first came when i oh carla yeah for back. sure yeah okay that's what i thought yeah yeah i, I was talking about that i honestly carla forgot the other about day. that but yeah yeah yeah, yeah <clears throat> that's funny yeah it's it's funny how yeah but that's I mean, those are the people that you know are always going to be part of your life. They kind of bounce in and bounce out. And we've all got stuff going on. And, you know, like we were talking about earlier, some people will hold a grudge on that. But, you know, you just, everyone's got their lives going on. Mm -hmm. Like, it's hard to, with kids and stuff. And I've got, uh, you know, maybe the oldest kid of all of our group of friends. And right. that's, you know, so I disappeared for a while just trying to, like. Do life. Yeah. Just. Yeah trying to stay afloat yeah, sure. and, and, and keep everything going. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate friends, you know, picking up right where we left off. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had that too. Definitely. Yeah. With some. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, so, okay. From, I mean, anything, so you, you sort of brought us up to like, to now, I mean, really, I mean, we mentioned like, like Adam raising kids. Yeah you know, whatever, divorce, the time after that. I mean, anything in particular in the world of 
your relationship with what with God, Spirit, whatever that that stands out in that time period up up to now. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, that really it just mostly comes back to you know career choice. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you just, find you find the meaning that that's where there. I find the yeah. meaning, and that's really the majority of my church. And, and I, I'm again with the the, the same you know storyline as I. I don't really have any interest in going in church and sitting in the pew by myself. Yeah. It makes me feel more alone than part of a group. Sure. So, yeah. um, no, I mean, I, I fight with myself still cause it's, it's not easy. Anyone, you, you talk to anyone who works in the hospital, yeah. they, they have constant battles with themselves about whether it's worth staying sure. in that, that kind of, that kind of work. And I, I think my, the most, you know, um, spiritual thing I get is out of helping mm-hmm. those people. And I might have a terrible day and then you get the one person that, you know, tells you how much they appreciated it. And mm-hmm. no one's ever treated me mm-hmm. like that before. Usually people just mm-hmm. want to get me in and out and, and you, you made me feel like a family member and that's, I mean, that, that's where I get all my spirituality. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. action. Service, it's just yeah. trying to, and that's the only reason I, I stay in oh. that environment now is because that's what I want to do mm-hmm. is I, I want to have that feeling. It's a little selfish too. I mean, I want to feel like I did something and mm-hmm. you know, where, when I die, hopefully there's more to it yeah. and, and I can show up and say, I tried to, to, to do what, uh, you know, what God would want you to do. They mm-hmm. want, would want me to, you to help people and then. Mm-hmm. That's that's the card I'm going to play, and I, hope, yeah, and I yeah yeah, and I hope it's the right Trump Sticking card. Sticking with it, yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> because there's probably plenty of other things. It'd be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And there's probably plenty of people that could say, well, yeah. <laughs> what about this, Scott? And I'd be like, but yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, good. Well, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a very clear theme throughout your life. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting to hear. Um, it's just like, I, I have a disease of, uh, of volunteering and trying to help. <laughs> I say it like that be because, worse things, yeah. yeah, it's just, I, a lot of times probably put aside maybe what's best for me mm-hmm. and, and lean into trying to mm-hmm. do something for someone else. And it, it is a little bit selfish, I'm not going to lie, because it makes me feel good. Well, and, that's and, what I was and, thinking the first time you said that is that's such a common theme in, um. And a lot of what I do, you know, it's like take mission work. Yeah. You know, like the most common reaction that people have when, when we take them to Bolivia, and I hear people say this all the time for many mission work, mm-hmm. is like they they, th- they thought they were going to be the ones to going down to help. Yeah. But they they feel guilty because they felt like they, they got so much more out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just part of the, that's why giving and serving and loving, right, is so good. Because it, it, not to be so cheesy, but it, I mean, yeah. it heals all. I mean, it, it's when you when you choose to love instead of hate, when you choose to serve instead of not, you, you do get something out of it. And it, it's sort of like, it's sort of like um, a natural spiritual um, uh, incentive. Yeah, I, I mean, in a way, it's like knowing that that's sort of how we know we're on the right path. I think, right, because you get something out of it. It feels good to do because it's the right thing. Doesn't feel good. Yeah. It's the wrong thing. 
you know. And I've t- I've told people uh, there's plenty of people that have heard me say this, and like when I was going to the Baptist church all the time, I mean, I had people that knew me from childhood, and they'd they'd be like, "What are you doing?" Like those. I mean, just honestly, those, a lot of those people were the ones as a kid, not those specific people, sure. but that, you know, that would kind of talk down to you. Mm-hmm. And, and I always just said, I mean, same with helping someone. I've never once walked into church and walked out feeling worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never once gone to help a friend mm-hmm. and left feeling worse. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's where, I mean, obviously that's where I find my spirituality is I, I feel that's the time I feel like a presence. And I feel that moment mm-hmm. from the mountaintop in Colorado mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. after I've helped someone or mm-hmm. after I've done something that, you know, made someone stay yeah. better or, or might mean something to them that they needed and no one even knew. So. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So, okay. Um, do you have any, and to, unless you have more, that feels sort of like you nah, you walked through like a timeline. What what do you have things that you haven't mentioned already? That's like if I said what's what's the most quote unquote spiritual experience you've ever had? Whatever that means to you, positive, negative. I you know I don't know. Do you have like a uh, other I, than like the mountain top? I mean, are those I think that's the, the one. I okay. mean, that that's yeah. the one. That's I've never felt that way ever again. Hmm. To this day, mm-hmm. and 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 that was, you know, no nothing else involved except me yeah. by myself, and you know prayer, yeah, and uh, no no uh, no alcohol, no yeah, nothing yeah. involved. It was just just a clean, clear, yeah, this feeling of kind of like something washing over you, yeah, and just making you feel like okay. I legitimately believe this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there is, you know, a purpose for my life, mm-hmm. and it's hard to stay on the path that that you felt. But sure, uh, but that that would be the one. I, I, I've never, yeah. which okay. I guess at seventeen you think you maybe there's going to be another one. Well, but uh, I hope I hope there is. It was a great feeling. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's an interesting thing, right? There's these. I mean setting does a lot for people like i find nature does a lot for people if they have that moment i think also like we're so bombarded and distracted and busy and so i think i mean part of what's powerful about like in that instance Mm -hmm. the young life folks telling you like just go be alone talk to god it's so strange because that's the easiest thing for any of us to do yeah but it's pretty much the last thing that any of us do yeah like we can do that anytime mm-hmm. any day i could go on a hike and, and do it right now all right and, or even <laughs> yeah, just sit yeah, on your back yeah. i mean like but like instead of doing that we distract ourselves yeah. and so part of the question becomes how often are we creating those situations in our life to sit and talk to god or sit and be with god you know i feel like if they don't i mean yeah for me i i just if they don't come about yeah someone technically told me to mm-hmm. but um I feel like it was more just the right place, right time. Yeah. Or I mean, the closest you felt was like what we'd call like an inbreaking of the spirit. Yeah. I mean, I think the closest I've ever felt to that was oddly enough, a uh, a backpacking trip, which you said earlier, everyone says it, but yeah. not the fun one. You would just you were there. It's oh, yeah. just you weren't there on the way back, oh, and yeah, 
I don't know if you remember the time we went up and uh, hiked seven, eight miles in, into the middle of the Smokies, and then halfway up it starts pouring rain, and yeah, then yeah, it yeah, starts yeah. snowing. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't have a rain fly, and I just yeah. sat there all night thinking I was going to die of cold. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't sleep a wink, and uh, as soon as the sun come up, said, all right, guys, see you at the car. And, <laughs> Such vague memories of that. And yeah. just, I, I ran, literally ran, jogged all seven miles back to yeah. the car. And during that time, remember talking to God and saying, just just get me back. Oh, just man. get me back. Yeah. And I think that's probably the closest to, so to that mountaintop experience is just looking around and seeing just everything around me and, yeah. and, and kind of feel, having just the mildest amount of that feeling yeah. that, hey, someone was behind me, you know, pushing me along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and uh, I remember that, dude. I remember. I feel like there was periods where we like, I want to say like it was raining so hard. We sat like, well, you all were dry. I was soaking wet because <laughs> you didn't have a fly. I didn't have a rain fly. Everyone else Why did. You just come in like my tent. Oh no, no, on the way up. So my whole pack got soaked. Oh, so I, yeah, I had my yeah, yeah. I had my uh, sleeping oh, bag on the okay. outside an outside okay. pack, and so my sleeping bag was soaked. All my clothes were soaked. Everything was soaked, and yeah, oh. I remember just sitting. I finally got back to the car and just thinking, "Thank you, God, for getting me back here." And I sat in the car with the heat on full blast for like two hours until you got back. Uh, that's that's this, probably the closest. This has nothing to do with spirituality, other than well, maybe because it's talking about spirits. Yeah. But, um, this is so random. The, the only, one of the only things I remember from that trip, I don't know if you'll remember this at all, but I was afraid. I often get afraid in the mountains at night, yeah. but I was scared at night because we had just been talking or I had been talking about these old Native American well, legends. We intentionally, it, there was a Native American burial ground right next That's to us. That's what it was. We went We there intentionally went for that. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've been talking about these stories yes. of these like like the fair folk, the fair yeah. like the lights that call you into the woods. And yes. You're not supposed to follow them. We did. We went up That's there for the, that. The whole reason we went there. That's why I was scared. We out went, of my mind all night. We, we we got up there and we went and saw the burial mounds and everything. And then That's yeah. right. Yeah. And I was horrified all night that <laughs> lights were gonna come knocking well, on my tent. Like, you were probably horrified by the sound of my chattering teeth. Like, <laughs> As I slowly slipped into to, to the netherworld of hypothermia. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah. good stuff. All right. Well, it feels like... Uh, you got anything else? I got nothing feels else. like you're there. I rambled uh, and skipped time no, periods is... back and forth over and over. So no, hopefully... no, no. This is great, yeah. man. Especially, again, thank you for yeah. at, the, at the last second coming yeah. in and, and uh, talking to me. I was going to ask you anyway, but, yeah. you know... Yeah, it might not have been good, but it filled the air. No, no, it's great. It's great. I appreciate you doing it, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Anything thanks, for brother. Ever. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, brother. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, love you, man. Appreciate love you, too. you doing it. Yeah, and uh, we'll, thanks for asking. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, we'll see. absolutely. All right, dude. All right, peace, see you, man.